welcome to the No Self Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And I think we were spoiled. We were. We were spoiled. I was. We were spoiled. We were spoiled. Like so we even watch wrestling this week? We were spoiled. I watched it. Yeah, but this week. Upcoming. Upcoming. I've been Tomato. Tomato. Man, I want to watch it. I'm a loser, and I have no life, and I'm pathetic, and I'll die lonely one day. But, yeah. That sounds like everybody I'm in this room. I'm getting in that casket with you. Kill me. Nice. There'll be plenty of room. So, we got, uh, oh. we, we're got we going to talk about uh, Fire Fest and Great American Bash from last week and this upcoming week. Uh, we have an eye for an eye match, a new title, and someone got ran over by a car at a pay per view. So let's get into it, shall we? And then something worse happens. Well, you're stretching the term pay per view. <laughs> uh, backyard wrestling, got yeah. it. But let me introduce you to your no circle. First, you know this man is one thing and one thing only. He's a good brother. The. Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. You know, with the bullshit going on on WWE television right now, I bet you motherfuckers think I don't look so crazy for negotiating with Impact Wrestling. Fair. They'll never die. We okay. have the no-sell living legend, Mike Booble. Let's get ready to start it. <laughs> uh, we have Devin Dolly. Real name. No gimmick, and we'll leave the light on for you. Bum, 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 bum. I'm your host, <laughs> Just Whistle. So, did you say Joseph Whistle? Yeah, did. blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Do 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 do. Blow the whistle. Do 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 do. Skirt. Another week, another thirty people in WWE getting COVID. We got. I don't, I don't know. They're not. It's a HIPAA thing. You can't really. They're not releasing. They, they can. It. Yeah, they can say it themselves. Of course, we banned anybody working for say them it. now from uh, saying online whether you have it or not. I'd like to see what they'd really do if someone just said fuck it. But my name's Seth Rollins. I have uh, COVID. I'm gonna work my match. I mean, anyway. Renee is different because she knows she's got a bright future away from that company, so she gives no fucks. As you shouldn't. Uh, so uh, it was Adam Pierce. Noble, Renee, Caleb Braxton. I do feel bad for Renee and Mox in one aspect. If you listen to or read any of the interviews he's given lately, um, you know, they've been quarantining themselves these last two weeks mm-hmm. from each other in different parts of the house because, you know, no. she hasn't. He doesn't. But the first time around in quarantine, all they did was fuck. Like yep. in every room in the house, every position I'm at, he was very open with that. Yep. In his interviews, like, Oh, uh, we've just been fucking like crazy. Every room in the house, just nonstop. He's a purveyor of violence. So. Yeah. Hmm. So it's I feel bad that for these two weeks of quarantine, they well, weren't able to do it. But Corey, they're think about it. the next two weeks of quarantine. Oh my God, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> what? Uh, Tested negative? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, we have that. Uh, Dodery has come out with a new U.S. title. Ugly. Thoughts and go. Uh, fugly. Fugly. I'm torn. D- double fug. I, I don't like the new style of belts, and this is very much a new style of belt. I, I've come to realize the new style of belts all look like larger like championship rings for teams. Hmm. That's the new style. I don't like That's that. Fair. I like the old school like wrestling style. I'm just old and shit. 
I'm sure this will grow on me. And it looked better on Raw last night than it did in the pictures on... And I've read why. Someone said that there's a different kind of stuff they use now for um, on the belt. And with certain camera angles and certain lights um, will not bring out the full effect of the belt. It was like the same issue with the TNT belt. Yeah. Um, so... Like and then, and then they showed examples like the one the first picture that was brought up that was, there was not like a, flattering. There was, there was like a glare on it or something. Like and a, then there was like a different picture taken with the proper like camera mm-hmm. ability, and it looked a ton better. It looks like the back of a quarter. I would say fugly and write it off if I didn't absolutely fucking loathe what it replaced so much. Yeah, it's that right I'm there. willing to give it. Yeah. So is yeah. it better than that one? Yes, uh, I will say that. I fucking hate that belt, and uh, always have. How do you like the new IWGP belt? A lot of people hated it. The red US. A lot of people hated it. Oh, the red US? I like that belt. I like that belt. Yeah. That, to me, is as of right now, is the best US belt. My favorite US belt of all time is the one from 91 through 01 with the invasion that had the, um, the winged eagle with the American flag in the, above it. Yep. That people like Austin and Dustin Rhodes and Sting. The uh, the guy I'm getting the uh, the tag belts from, he can do that one too. Yeah, and there, there's a lot of belts. That's a he, nice he, one. There's a lot of belts he can do, and I'm like, I gotta pace myself because I was yeah. long. Like, I want four belts to go, but I'm yeah. pace myself. Jesus. So, um, like, did you did any of you see like the update that somebody did? Like uh, someone redid the belt, like to try to make it better. And it's no, basically so it's basically the same thing. And so th- there's the eagle, and it says United States champion on it, and like the champions in that old WWE belt, the belt that The Rock debuted, mm-hmm. right? That's so that's this is the original. That's how it is. So what he did is he has the champion on the bottom, like how the WWE was, but it'd be a V shape, and then the top it's gold with stars. In the his redo, it's blue. So you see the white, and so yeah. gold, white on gold. Yeah, it'll probably just it'll take me a me. while. Like yeah, I hated the new Intercontinental one when they brought it out last fall. I still don't love it, but it's grown on me at least to the point where it's like okay. Well. It just becomes common to the yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah. The Hurt Company. Is that the name of the band? Is that the name? They said it a couple times last night. But MVP and Lashley. The right? Hurt Business. The Hurt Business. That's the name of the group. I was like, hmm, that's... Hmm, you put a hurting on this Did one. Did you see who they're trying to go after? Seti. Cedric. Cedric. That would in the be hurt great. business. That would be great. You're in the catering business right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Turn him. Do something with him. God, you're not doing anything with him. Yeah. So I'm going to pass around my phone because I found the updated what they what this guy created, Belt. Boner? Booble still says no. Christ. He says Christ. Christ on a cracker. Devin? Hmm. He's deep in thought. I'm I like it more. Love. I'm so lost without you. That's what they would have done with it. Hmm. I'm still not in love with it. The but silver I, backing is kind be, of different. Be but I do like it better than the one that they gave. Yeah, I do like it better than the one that's now. You but gave us 18 years. You had 18 years and you fucked it and up. That's what you came up so with. So how do you compare it to the new IEWGP belt? The US one? I like it. I like the yeah. IEWGP one better. I like it's. It Your still thing. has the, sim- the symbolism of the old school belts. Mm. Um, 
with a little bit of a new with a new feel, but still has the traditional plating. And I just like the designs. And I'm not big on bling. And all the new belts just look like bling. They look yeah. like championship fucking Super Bowl rings. Well, as you know, as you said before, the belt. This is an odd one because it's funny because the the IC belt in this one look different than what the all the other ones look like because they're it, it's that Vince McMahon way of what are we selling the logo. We need, you know what they need? They need like new belts all over. Oh, no, because those fucking the WWE title and the Universal title is it's a blue strap and a black a, strap, yeah, with a big WWE logo. That's it. And, and fucking how boy. they went to West Coast Choppers for the original design on that belt. That's who's making your belt. Fuck, hmm. yeah, fuck out of here. They need to shut down, not for the I'm tired of that argument. They should be down for COVID. But that's just shouting into the fucking abyss. It doesn't mean anything. Abyss is back there listening. Yeah. They need to shut down. <laughs> you know some like, lawyer, Joseph Parks? For like two... <laughs> yeah, he's working hard. For like two months and just systematically redo everything about this company. From the way they format TV to the, the writers to... Poison vents. To the look, <laughs> to the belts, to the... To the way they shoot, to the way they tape, to the way... Every single fucking aspect of that company needs to be burnt down and redone. Well, did you see that, that they are getting rid of for the time being? Yeah, ring per- announcers. Ring announcers. In the ring. They're not allowed to announce from the ring anymore unless it's a title match because That's... they're not important. They need Vince wants you to know that the title matches are important. Only what? then can you see the ring announcer. What are they doing then? Just they sit in the corner by the time bell. The time bell. Like, yeah, coming down the aisle, fucking ricochet, sitting there, not, not allowed to be I, seen. I think th- that will change once his mask on. Once, once uh, fans are back in, yeah. then they'll be shown on TV. Yeah, but they're only on. They're going to be on for title matches. I bet only. your son's fucking heated that Greg doesn't uh, get. Poor Greg, you cut you. That's heat. That heat. That's heat. some heat right there. That is heat. <laughs> Greg Hamilton cannot be fucking. Oh, the decision making in that company right now. They fucking renamed the pay-per-view Ugh. three times. What, it just worded it different three yeah. times. Uh, and what, 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 what are the three now? It's the horror show at. at Extreme Rules. First it was Extreme Rules. Then it was Extreme Rules Horror Show. Now it's the horror show at Extreme Rules. And if, and if that didn't get old last night on Raw, a three-hour show where every fucker who cuts a promo has like, to say, at the, horror show. the horror show at Extreme Rules, I will win your title. Terrible. I actually got to say it Vince speak, so. In the upcoming, in two weeks, at the horror show at Extreme Rules, I will beat you in that ring one-on-one and win your precious Raw Women's Championship. In that very ring. <laughs> what if it's a non-title match? Wait, they don't say non-title anymore. Yeah, they don't say non-title because they don't want to emphasize that it's a not a title that match. That it's not a title match. They don't want you to know. <laughs> this company... Speaking, speaking, we're, 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 uh, speaking of this company, upcoming at the horror show. At it, Extreme Rules. Oh, I forgot about that. My bad. Brought um, you by Slim Jim. Brought you by Slim Jim. It's going to be. And Snapple. Seth Rollins versus Ray Mysterio Jr. in a match. eye for eye <laughs> match. And according to all the sheets and everybody. That's real. It's real. That they are going to have to extract an eye. Mm-hmm. And that's how you win. Oh, that's exactly how it was put on Raw last night when he made the stipulation. Ray made the stipulation. Even his partner, Kevin Owens, looked at him like, what? 
I will remove your eye. It's stupid. It, it's obviously have Pritchard, an, right? Have an this eye is Pritchard tattoo. Now. No. Paul Heyman's obviously gone now. Yeah. So, it's obviously a gimmick they can't live up to. Yeah. Um, ironically, and I wouldn't want to see this either, but I can totally see them doing this if PCO worked for him because he's got a fake eye. Yeah. And I can see them popping Michael it out. Bisping. But... It's going to be a cinematic uh, match. I don't think so, because I don't think they'll do more than one cinematic match per pay-per-view. Are you sure the Brave match is going to be cinematic? Oh, it is. It's, it's a swamp. It's set oh, at why it's compound. Yeah, oh, so I didn't is. know that. So, much so, that is, so <laughs> that's going to be the cinematic match. No wonder why SmackDown did a one seven seven. Yeah. So, it's either since Ray is no longer in a contract right with them, so he gets it. Or we have Seth Rollins have an eye patch for a year, and then all of a sudden he has an eye. At least they're consistent that they wouldn't give Ray a, a raise, because that's what he was looking for. Um, having said that, I would resign him, <laughs> obviously. Um, yeah. And like I said in, in conversation two days ago, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm offering a huge amount of money just for him to show up one time before that pay-per-view on, on AEW. Don't matter. Just do it. Have they're him show up with his, with his eye? Yeah. They're going to be there. Oh, well, because... No, they could put him on TV next week at Fight for the Fallen. He's not under contract. He's able to go and wherever. There's no like no right compete now. clause anywhere. No, he, his, no, it, because it, his contract it expired. Lapsed. It expired. Mm-hmm. Just so like he's just, he's working per show. So he so just like, like show up before the pay per view. Fucking I, yeah, I would, which dude. has already been taped. So hilarious. I would fucking offer him a fuck ton of money. I don't think Ray would do it. He wouldn't. He's, he's too he's loyal. classy he's loyal. about it. But I would totally do that. You know what would give him to do it? Dominic. We'll sign your kid. But you gotta lose the mask. Because <laughs> <laughs> And you still gotta lose the eye. <laughs> because uh WWE, you know, they're shuffling their feet. They don't want him to wrestle yet. Yeah. I'd put your kid on dark right now. I don't yeah. care. Fucking yeah. Sean Spears yeah. will put him over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean Spears, Sean Spears, Sean Spears next week. Yeah. <laughs> right now we're filming. Yeah. But no, that match is gonna be shitty. It's gonna suck ass. It's all going to be about how, what lame way they figure oh. out to get around the whole I yeah. situation. Yeah. It, well, it's going to be, it's going to be like a Becky match where it's just going to be 45 minutes of them trying to jab shit in each other's eye. No match, no wrestling, just, just that. Random objects that are sharp. I look forward to that so much. Mm. So much. On a pay-per-view that's um, already looking. According to, uh, by the way, they, somehow the internet heard you. And heard according that. to uh, Ringside <laughs> News, that there are new SmackDown tag belts since WrestleMania. Oh my fucking! That needs to be uh, that will debut, and then uh, NXT ones. But I've heard the NXT ones are just going to be they're going to be bigger belts, so, like big gold type. With, but at least we N- know why they fired everybody. They got to pay for all these fucking belts, <laughs> right? <laughs> but so like, let me Jesus. get this straight. So Triple H runs NXT still for a while anyway. Yeah. yeah. So their belts are going to look like big gold and be all like prestigious. No, no, no. It's going to be. But I what I what I heard. But no, this size wise, it's going to be the size wise big gold, but it's still the NXT belt that they have. They just updated the NXT belts in like 2017. They don't need to redo them. Nope. So now those tag belts, fuck yes, those need to well, be Well, they came as the bronze and black before they turned them to the colors of the brands. Yeah. When was that? Like 2010? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. The penny belts. Oh, they're <laughs> fucking but weird. they heard you, so they're uh, changing the tag belts. Good. 
I don't mind the women's belts being a smaller version of the men's world title. Because they're both... Yeah, that's fine. I have no problem with that because I symbolize the same thing. It should be bigger. (laughs) AEW should be bigger. Oh, of course. Uh, The women's title. I'm not going to say the the W ones because fucking some of those women they have... have, You guys don't watch anymore, which is odd to admit on a wrestling podcast. But Sasha and Bailey wear those belts to the ring and they're like... They're half falling off because it's the tightest they can get them. Yep. They're so way too big for the women in that company. You'd have to be Nia Jax to comfortably hold any of those belts. Corey, why would you say why would you say that out loud? Yeah, that's. I'm gonna need Zen to edit that out. Yeah, anti-bullying. You know they listen to this podcast, Corey. I don't give a fuck. You know what's gonna happen now. She's but. not like most girls. Nia Jax is getting that belt because you said it. No, she's back off TV already because they can't. Because she killed Charlotte. She might have killed Kyrie Sane's career, legitimately. That concussion really fucked Kyrie up. Uh, well, she's in the main event of Raw next week. So. Nah, but she's still looking to maybe retire. Like she's like, well. <laughs> so, this past weekend, we're we're bringing up Fighter Fest a minute. We watched oh. I, I watched and we watched again during the podcast when we were filming, GCW Backyard Wrestling Two, hmm. on July fourth. Uh, I wouldn't call it the greatest wrestling. However, entertainment-wise, <laughs> very entertaining. So one of the highlights, like one of the, like, kind of like one of the reasons why we ordered it was because oh, there's nothing else. So I was like, sure, it's like ten bucks. And me and producers and we've been doing the Janela Zone, the his Instagram video lives for like the past three months. Every weekend he would do one, and he came, he befriended a guy. Nasty Leroy, and that he got Nasty Leroy a match at this. This was his first. It's not his first match, but it's his first match with GCW and on a bigger platform mm. than he's used to. Wait a minute. You mean that guy's worked before? Yes. Mm. Uh, he he works under his. One of his trainers was QT Marshall. Corey's flying through his database right now, trying to find him. No, I'm. Like SpongeBob when I'm he forgot and he's everything because <laughs> fine he dining was, and breathing. He was so bad in that match. Oh yeah, yeah. that they, I just they, they assumed pl- it was the first time he'd Shia? ever been in a ring. No, it's like she. It's like according to him, it, that I think honestly that might have been like his third or fourth match. Okay. But then the but it's like <laughs> of course deep breathing. But then COVID like, hit. Fuck. He's a five year vet. <laughs> COVID hit and then it kind of yeah. Uh, the highlight of that match is his. Memphis. His. <laughs> I felt like, I felt like Cornette there when when his co-host informed him that Tamina had been wrestling for fifteen years. <laughs> he's like Corey. Finds his Corey sat a meetup. He's like, what? <laughs> uh, one of the highlights is he's facing Dilf. Uh, born to Dilf as like the guy's shirt said, but uh, the highlight. One of the highlights of the match is that he climbs a child's playhouse. However, the roof collapses and he falls into the playhouse. But the best part is, like, you can't, since it's GCW, they really don't know how to switch cameras. So the camera is so far away that you see the crowd surround the house, but then you see him go. He vanishes. So fantastic. And then we get to the main event, which starts out with this. One guy's, I don't even know the guy's name, who were in the main event. The guy who got killed? Either or. Oh, uh, Shaft. Not Shaft. 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 Shacker. Shaft. Shaft. Shacker. 
Mm. Anyway, it's something like Shaft. Anyway, the guy, the he's going to kill you. Soon. The guy that won comes out to the ring shooting uh, <laughs> fireworks at the guy. <laughs> mortars, the mortars, the too. audience, boom, the boom, ring, boom, boom, the boom. house. All there hell. Were, I only know his name because there was a lot of controversy about him after that match. Did you see any of that? No. Oh, uh, well, quickly after that match, because people were talking so good about him. The, a picture, a well-known picture of him from like 15 years ago, standing next to some Nazis doing the. Um, yeah, I'm which glad. he says, "Oh, I was just—it was a goof. We were goofing on the Nazis, and it was a long time ago." But anyway, there's been a lot of controversy. Uh, so they were facing off against each other, and then he, uh, at one point, got a reed whacker, and they hit each other with the reed whacker by in turning it on in the nuts. In the nuts. One guy's wearing no shirt, and he's getting hit in yeah, the I arm. I don't think it was gimmicks. No, it wasn't. No, it's not. Uh, so. They both get into a vehicle, which was the star of the night because it was involved in every match. Uh, they get in the vehicle, and then fireworks go off inside the vehicle. Like a mortar goes, <laughs> and like they just dive out. Uh, and then uh, one guy gets in a car and runs the other one over. Like he legitimately flies over the top of the and hood. That's the end of the match. That's so. the end of the match. Wow. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He tries to tape him to a chair. However, the tape... It's so shitty that the tape doesn't work. So he has to, the guy that is sitting on the chair has to act like he's passed out as the other guy is putting a firework on his crotch. I saw that. This is what I saw. Lights it. On the dick. On the dick. And uh, one, two, three. And then you hear, go home, get out, close it. We're done. That's actually fitting for, I'd like to see that done to Joey Ryan and David Starr. Oh yeah. Yes. But like you could just like you just hear them go like and like Joey Janelle was on commentary and he was wasting. And he's like, What the hell does happen? Oh my god. Then you just hear like, kill it. Go. Go black. Now. Go black. And then you see a paramedics. I haven't heard anything since. But overall that was an enjoyable wow. show. It was fucking bonkers. We were trying to record and Corey and I were like, What the fuck did we just see? I was able to concentrate through the rest of it because uh, you know, it's, it's, backyard yeah, it's, it's backyard wrestling. So I used to watch like these people on trampolines. And there shit. were a couple. There were trampoline there trampoline there. spots. Oh, there were a couple of there uh, were a couple so. of good workers, but there were some really bad workers. Marco too. Stunt's brother uh, got a uh, Death Valley driver off the top rope to the outside through a table through a a, a trampoline. Yep, broke a trampoline. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. I need to set my booking up. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, we we we're okay with kind of like flying past most of them, but then that finish happened in that match. You could not pay attention to it. Holy, Holy fuck, what dude! Go to black. Joe said he almost like paused our recording because <laughs> I almost did because I knew it was going to happen. It was and like the first match of the night, something Zane almost died seventeen Alex times. Alex Zane versus uh, yeah, Alex so Zane. Who's... He tried to do a uh, shooting star press. Oh, yeah. To Brock out- Lesnar did. To the outside of the ring. Landed on the apron with his legs. His legs hit the apron? And, and his gut. Part of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was- because- shooting star and that was, the outside. that was the easiest spot he took of the yeah. match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he it does a shooting star press because the guy's on the outside. And he's like just waiting and waiting. And then he gets close to the ring. So he jumps. And then you just see somehow his feet get under the ropes. And he hits like his gut it's on a- the apron. <laughs> and that was like... First match. Yeah. Second match. Uh, Chris Dickinson. Big the Dirty mu- Daddy. Uh, Paco Loco. Uh, Paco Loco. Dude is 
like Brian Cage huge. Yeah. Okay. Facing someone your size. Yeah. And, and they, I'd beat up Brian Cage. And then he's a shake weight. And, and then he kills him. And he kills him. <laughs> because first off, uh, the uh, light bulbs they that they're using were like extra dense because this guy gets cut and his like whole bicep just gets like ripped the, open. The halogen double thick whatever industrial bulbs. Whatever light bulbs they were using wrecked you. Like this oh. guy had a he was Sabu. He legitimately had to tape his arm back up because he was bleeding really bad. Uh that and, is crazy. And then they got <laughs> We were supposed to go to this. Or something like it this. Was, yeah. Um it was July eighteenth. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they instead of tables, GCW uses, uses doors. Well, they use like the do- front, my front door. I have. They use those, and those break easy. Yeah. But they're using this like hard brown door, like a closet door looking. Yeah. That would not break. It's like the oak, solid. Dickinson oak. razor edges one of them, uh, the guy into the door, and it just bounces, it bounces off. off. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was that. That was entertaining. So. Corey, I believe it's only me and you that watched Spider Fest and Great American Bash night one. I watched clips. That's good to hear. So, uh, Corey, your star ratings came out for both shows. Yes, they did. If you can give us both. And then also, which show did you like more? Okay. Let me pull up the. I Great American Bash. Huh? I'm just just trying to contribute. Oh, okay. Hey, thanks. Uh, I love MJF. I have to comb through all these so New Japan Cup uh, Devin, oh, yeah. well, what clips did you watch? I, mean, how many I watched MJF's promo, I'm the highlights of that so match. Like, up to um, eight, eight nights already. Jesus. I watched the highlights of the strap match, the highlights of Sasha's match. All right, so. Um, one other. Oh, and the highlights of Co- uh, Cody's match. So we'll start with uh, Fighter Fest Night 1. All right. Uh, Jurassic Express defeated MJF and Wardlow. Really good tag match. Really good. All four guys are kind of finding a groove with each other. It's a good feud. Corey, what did you think of MJF's promo about how he's the ratings maker, and since we're in a war, they need to be on TV? It was a nice little shot at Triple H, uh, forcing a Great American Bash on us out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. um, I gave this three and three quarters really good. Uh, We all know MJF is great. And Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. It's going to be a star, but Wardlow's really impressing the shit out of me lately. That's right. I texted you guys. Cody said on uh, Busted a, Open that yeah. if for the one person to watch out for, it would be Wardlow. Like, they got a diamond in the rough there. So that, they, they did a spot in the match that all of them did kip-ups. Kip yeah, he did said he, like he might be the most athlete, like most raw athletic human being he's ever Have you seen his ring. finisher? Huh? Man, watching Dark, I love his finisher. So he, he just ragdolls these motherfuckers, right? And mm-hmm. then he sits them on the top rope like he's going to do a superplex. Right. But instead, he just stands there, stands them up by having his hand on their throat, and then just drops them forward and doesn't go to sleep on their face when they fall down. Holy hell. That's <laughs> yeah. his finisher? That's his finisher. Wow. It's fucking badass. I'm like, Jesus. God damn, that looks good. Was he like an indie guy? Before he things? trained with MJF at the same place. Uh, and that's it, right? Yeah. Create a pro. Yeah, create a pro. Yeah. And really, wow. that's about it. It's like, uh, yeah. Craziness. AEW women's title next. Hikaru Shida successfully defended and defeated Penelope Ford. I heard this was Penelope, Penelope Ford's best match. Sweet Pamela. I'm not kidding you, man. This was three and three quarters again. Like, Damn. This, this exceeded my, my, my thoughts. It was very, very gray expectations. I was like, a okay. A big Ford fan. I was like, okay, Shida's good. Can right. she? Can she? 
can she pull Ford to? No, Ford had her working boots on. This was a legitimately good wrestling. So match. you're saying putting the belt on Sheeta was a good decision? Yes, <laughs> they finally got it right. But the third champ, they finally figured it out. Uh, so that nothing good, nothing bad to say about that. Uh, AEW TNT title match: Cody successfully defeated Jake Hager. Kind of a disputed decision with a pin versus tap situation, kind of like Brock and Taker mm. a couple years ago. Um, I was a little disappointed in it. It was good. Just protect Hager. Yeah, it was good. It was hard hitting. I went a flat three. I, I uh, good old Jr. texted me saying that how the internet did not like this match. They didn't really. It, yeah. it was not, it was a divisive match online. The star of the match was Cody's T-shirt. Did oh, you yeah. see it? the the uh, Cody American Nightmare shirt? But it was in the Great American Bash old like nineteen oh, eighties logo. Damn, Instead of saying Great American Bash, it said American Nightmare oh, Cody with, the, like with the, the, stars the stars and all that. And I, I'm like, I want that shirt. I want that shirt. Yeah, that was the star of the Dude. night. Yeah. Uh, see, no. like when they do <laughs> subtle trolls, <laughs> right? It's so good. When you smash a throw with a hammer, stop. Yeah, you stop. look dumb. But, but that shit is any hilarious, dude. This was no. gold. This was gold. That's so good. I want that shirt. I want it so bad. bad. <laughs> Does he even sell it? Or did he just make it. For I him? don't know. I, I think, think it was a one I night thing. I think it was thing. a one night it's thing. It's so good. I mean, look why he talks, but I think it's just a one night thing right now. Another three star match here is Private Party defeated Santana and Ortiz, as they really are kind of looking to give Private Party a bit of a push with Matt Hardy as the mentor, kind of the Michael Hayes and Hardy Boys gimmick. So, even dressed like Michael Hayes. When Michael Hayes was mentoring the Hardys. That's awesome. Do you think Proud and Powerful have been under, underutilized a little bit? Yes. I think they were a bigger signing. They are just like... Thank you. I was just about to say, like, oddly enough, as much as it helped get them recognized in this company to be in the inner circle, it's hurt them just as much. Yeah. Whereas it's helped Guevara and Hager immensely, mm-hmm. it's actually handicapped these two because they can't do what they're good at is being those New York they thugs. They they kind of are in inner circle, but they're such shut for the background. Yeah. They say Bendejo every once in a while. Yeah. It's it's so like they're just the heavies that lose yeah. to set up the other guys getting the rub. So yeah, they are. They're completely underutilized and it's it's a double edged sword sometimes when you're in that group and it gets you over, but it also doesn't help you at all. Isn't that fucking perfect? So. Is they selling it? No, it, I mean, it's uh, I found a Shivani one for is what happened when it's the bad new bears logo, but it's the sad news bears. <laughs> yeah, so good. That's great. Main event AEW World Tag Team Title Match. Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega successfully defend against uh, best friends. This was a fucking <laughs> good match again. Omega seems to have finally found himself in America. Yeah. And Hangman Page is good. But, I mean, I don't mean to downplay Best Friends. They brought it. But this was another three and three quarters match. Like, it was so solid. Yeah. Best entrance of all time happened on this, by the way. Oh. Best Friends were brought in in, in Trent's mom's minivan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw yeah. that. I saw that. <laughs> uh, is there, like, a more out-of-nowhere tag team that works better than Omega and Page? No, I haven't seen a team like this like, come that's along. Like crazy, that was just right? thrown together. Like, there's no way they planned this when they did it. But once they won, and you were like, "Oh wow, there's like, actually fucking something here." You would swear to God they were brothers and been wrestling together for yeah, twenty I years. They're like almost. Well, it no, is. I don't yeah. say that. They're just no. They have crazy chemistry. Yeah, and I think it's thrown off a lot of plans. To be honest, I, be that in COVID, but I think like 
Originally, the plan, without a doubt, was Paige turning on him. Yeah. And now it's like, I'm not too sure that's the plan anymore because this is working so and you, well. At this point, you're like, you're over a year in really to the company and Omega's in a tag team? Like, come on. Like, you thought that was the plan to start with? Omega, like, Omega has only been tag champion. The Bucks haven't sniffed a title yet. And Cody is just the mid-card champ. So great. The shirt. The didn't, shirt. Didn't see that coming from the VPs, but I think it's been a good, good thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that shirt is fire. Dude, and I want it. It's so good. <laughs> so Fighter Fest seems like a pretty good card. Fighter Fest was good. I had three three matches at three three quarter stars, and the other two at three. So solid night. So what's the building to for next week? Well, it was supposed to be Moxley and mm-hmm. Ryan Cage. That's been pushed back a week. <laughs> They're giving Moxley every chance in the world because Fight <laughs> for the Fallen is live on the fifteenth. Oh, Jesus, dude! And that's so they're trying. Yeah, and that's so like hard. three weeks. So as. Uh, Taz cuts a promo on oh, Fighter Fest. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh, what, uh, I, I know the term. Oh, go ahead. He says it's bullshit that Moxley isn't there and that he's what he has is the case of the chicken shits, uh, not, the, not the Rona. And he said, you know, you, your old wife may have it, but you've been tested twice, both negative. And you know that when you got your ass to this arena, you would have been tested again because AEW doesn't run a sloppy shop. Ooh. <laughs> So you're just chicken shit afraid of Brian Cage. So surprise, surprise, people at WWE were not happy about this. Like, no shit. They were pissed. And Taz is like, do something God, about it. God, I actually yeah. like this is turning into an actual war. <laughs> Come find me, bro. Do something about it. Taz, who... Well, you'd look over him if you saw him. So. Taz isn't the yeah. most... Um, Taz? Stable? Taz isn't the most stable guy. He's got legit anger issues, and he's definitely got an axe to grind with that company. That was a great line. We don't run sloppy, no sloppy shop, shop here. So, um, when do they need to know from Box if he's going to be there or not? Like, what's the like cutoff date? Probably has to be two weeks, right? Just yeah, uh, but safe I mean, and like, sound. I would probably, to the 14, probably by, he, needs like, te- he needs to test positive for fourteen days. Yeah, yeah so probably. I mean, negative, not positive. I'm going to say, I'm going to say maybe by Monday. You know, like the early, whenever, the latest, the, ear, the earliest would be. It would whenever Renee, whenever Renee's test was positive. The ear, the earliest would be this late this week. Yeah, would be two weeks in quarantine. And he's already tested negative twice after she tested positive. Um, so things are looking good. Now I just has to get that final one and then make it there and pass that one too. So What's the plans be. if he doesn't? No one knows. I'm sure they have one. Because like, it's one thing to let the tag champs just kind of sit there idle right. when Hangman was gone. But it's a world title. That's a little different. Um, they're giving him every chance in the world to, to and it's there. one of those things like there's not shit he can do about no, it. No, it's not. It's, there, it's and not they're, like they're playing you can smart. rehab more and just and kind of fight through the pain. They're playing it smart and they and and he's playing it smart and responsible. And he's you know, there's no heat on him because at least he called him and said, Look, this is what's happening yeah. and I don't want to f- fuck anybody else over. Um unlike the Miz who showed up sick and tried to wrestle. Anyway, uh, anyway. Uh, you know, I digress. <laughs> I digress. I digress. So, yes, that happened as well. So, next week is... They ended up... There's another title match. Yeah, it's uh, them versus Private Party. Yeah, Private Party won, and so did Hangman and Omega. So, that's replaced. Moxley and Cage is another tag title match. I got to text some good old JR about that one. It's like, really? They they get a tag match now? (laughs) Yeah, he does not like like Private Party. I would just like to remind good old JR that Black Lives Matter. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Boomer Sooner. 
um, Next match. Uh, they have an eight-man tag. Yep. The Butcher, the Blade, and Lucha Brothers teaming up against FTR and the Young Bucks. I I know the card. Like, I know I know the rundown. I saw it. It was on Reddit. Okay. So, but... Hit me with it. No, who wins? Oh, okay. I, I know who wins. I can assume who wins, but, you know. Yeah, I would assume it would be. I would assume, but... Nyla Rose in action. Yeah, against? Nobody knows against him. Oh, I know. It's like two jobbers. I figured. It's not going to be anyone important. Uh, the match everybody's anticipating. Orange Cassidy taking on Chris Jericho. I think Jericho come out and say, like, this is one of his best matches. Yeah, he says this is one of his favorite matches he's had in his career. Yeah. So. Is there another one? Um, is that it? There? I didn't hear Wiki? There is, how many did you name? Uh, I did the Private Party, Naya, the uh, Orange Cassidy, Cassidy. the Eight Man. Lance Archer versus Joey Janela. Archer and Janela. Janela's going to get murdered. And and Cabana Cabana and the Dark Order versus SoCal Uncensored. That's right. So, uh, we're going into Fighter Fest night two. Uh, Thursday morning, we'll get to the Great American Bash situation too, but... Uh, Thursday morning, somebody on Reddit posted the results because AEW is letting some fans in, but like for nosebleed seats, but spacing them out like two, three seats each. But somebody was taking notes and then posted all the like, the results what on Reddit. Asshole, right. So yeah. the entire show is on Reddit. Like, it <laughs> but it's cool. not. But it's not. It's not like, detailed. But it's like this. Who wins? Steve here. beat Jim. Yeah. At least this one's not employed by the company. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, transition. Had, you have <laughs> your uh, Great, uh, American. Great American Bash. Yes, the Great American thrown together bash from NXT. Great American well. The Good American Bash. Yeah. Uh, did you see? Did you see bash. the one banner they had hanging? No. In the building. It's so the they American had the Dream. they had a white banner with the Great American Bash logo, and this was from an old pay per view. This is how. This was planned months in advance. Uh-huh. This is how fucking rushed this was. It had the old scratch logo that they just patched an NXT logo over on the, the fucking thing. You can uh, still see like the corners of the fucking scratch logo. Fucking terrible, dude. <laughs> fucking terrible. But we planned this months in advance. Definitely. Totally. 100%. You don't have to convince me, Corey. So fatal four-way elimination match for the number one contendership for the NXT women's title. Started off the night as Tegan Knox defeated Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, and Mia Yim. It's a good match. It's yeah. good, solid. All four can work. Um, you'd think eventually they're going to do something with Mia Yim, but then they just continue not to do anything with just Mia Yim. Just her husband. Right? Um, Dakota Kai looked awesome. LeRae, you'd also think LeRae would be in line with the heel turn for a push, but no. Uh, they've been pushed to night two, night two for those yeah. two. So now it's Lady Kane who's going to get the shot. Tegan Knox. Kane is her favorite wrestler. That's weird. Eh, not yep. really. Not really. <laughs> but it's weird. But no, yeah. I mean, when you think like she said, like in terms of like who she modeled her wrestling style after, and I'm like, I don't see a lot of Kane when I watch Tegan Knox wrestle. I see a lot of Isaac Yank and DDS. <laughs> there you go. Get it right. It's giving away my secrets right now. Um, the I, match I, I, I want to show them the logo. The match that I fucking loved. Timothy Thatcher defeated Oni Lorcan. I loved it, and the internet hated it. 
Yeah. The internet hated it. Brian hated Alvarez it. had a boner for it. I fucking loved it. These two just smashed the shit out of each other, manipulated joints all over the place. This was, can, my kind, this was my kind of match. It was like this submission. Okay, I'm going to reverse your submission into this. Okay, you don't like this? I'm going to you know, wrench it. It was very smart to book them together because when Timothy Thatcher was the getting over and becoming the Evolve champion, um, Oni Lorcan was one of the main dudes that feuded with him in that grapple fuck kind of style, as they called it. The internet dismissively calls it grapple fuck because they didn't like it. Not enough high spots. Um... Good match. I went three and a half on that one. I fucking love that match. I would have never in a million years guessed that Timothy Thatcher would be getting a fucking push in NXT or even employed by the company. <laughs> but I'm here for it. I'm all about the Thatch's Thatch can matches. <laughs> Two on one handicap match. Rhea Ripley defeated Robert Stone and Aaliyah. Yes. That's all I have to say about it. It was planned. It was planned. Totally planned. Um, I'm sorry. We, we, this we match sucked. Yeah, I would say we all picked uh, Stone to win. <laughs> what the? <laughs> God damn it. This was planned way in advance, guys. I wish you knew that. By the way, I, I've been doing Great American Bash uh, recaps. Yes, you have. Um, For NoSellEntertainment.com? Yeah, the ring skirts from the 2007 Great American Bash. Uh, this match sucked. Yeah, we're going to give it a squash. I gave it a star in three quarters because Rhea Ripley is good. And hot. It's, it bums me out to realize that they built her up like that solely just to, to, squash. to squash, to make sure it looks stronger. It's the only reason she was built up. Now she's mid-card feuds. Like, Rhea Ripley, like, legitimately has a longish career left. Charlotte probably doesn't. Yeah. And Good, good job wasting that, by the way. I mean, I'm not even saying that maybe Shota shouldn't have won, but to kill Rhea Didn't dead. Didn't need to kill her. Yeah. Nope, hold on. Dakota Kaya. Yep, she's the, she's the one. She should win. Strap match. I was oddly a little disappointed by this. I was too. Dexter Loomis defeats Roderick Strong. And I'm actually on board with the Dexter Loomis push. I think it's a... It's a weird kind of refreshing gimmick. I'm I'm down for it. Um, but this just didn't hit it for me. They need to do something with Roderick Strong um, besides be the bitch of Undisputed Era, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. He might be the best of Undisputed Era. He might be. That, that's the thing. That <laughs> they're that's such it. a solid group that there's no weak link. All four are fucking fantastic. But booking wise, he's like this pathetic he's the, little yeah. He's bitch. the little he's the jobber of the yeah. Group. And it's I, I don't he's get the it. Mongo. Yeah, he yeah, dude. He's Vincent lately. <laughs> I mean, Oof. and then finally in the main event, non-title. Of course, they didn't say that. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Io Shirai defeated Sasha Banks. This was kind of a dream match for a lot of people, including me. And I was oddly a, a little disappointed, but it was really good. Like, I, I gave it three and three quarters, which ties anything on AEW for best match of the night. But I just felt like they could have done better. I was just I know they disappointed. Made, they made that match, uh, no commercials. Yep. Were you disappointed slightly? A little, but like you, I, I the match was good for what it was, but it was okay. Yeah, but it was perfectly fine. Yeah. Just, you know. So, Corey. Yes. Night, night one. Fighter Fest was better. It was more... The matches were more higher end. The 
Um, the storyline progression was higher end. The feeling of this has been well thought out before just shoved on TV. Sir. Came through on that. For months. So they've been for planning months, for America. Obviously, they've been planning this. So, uh, this one came off a little haphazard, which so is shocking. Night two, Devin, what matches we got? We have Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Johnny Gargano. Oh, that just got added. Shawn oh, Michaels went on Twitter and said that Ooh. even with Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, he feels like that match could steal the show. He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. We have uh, Brizongo and Drake Maverick versus El Ligado de El Fantasma. Something like that. El, that's, that's El Hijo de El Jefe. Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, and Raul Mendoza. I'm liking what they're doing. I like that group. I like that group. Yes, I like yes. the group. I like that they've got something for Brizongo Mendez and Drake Wilde to do. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> that would not be the group. I might as I mean, I, I hate to say this because I actually do like the two guys a lot, and I think they're talented. But it might as well just be Drake Maverick versus the three guys. Yeah, really. oh I mean, yeah, let's be uh, yeah, one hundred percent. And it kills me to say that because I they're both talented and they're both really good. But it's like mm, no, they've run their course. They needed to be released yeah. in the April cuts. Yeah, honestly, yeah. they needed to be. Wow, uh, we have Mia Yim and Candice Lorraine in a street fight. You would think street fight. Mia Yim, yeah, but they, they don't seem to fucking do nope. anything with her, so. And then we have uh, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, uh, winner take all. Ooh, this would have been so fucking so great. So awesome if uh, <laughs> no, I didn't one. see the ending. Uh, so, just like Fighter Fest, so I woke up on Thursday, and I saw a gif, a gif, or a gif? It's or a gif. gif. I know. Gif. I know. Uh, it's literally a gif. Literally gif. Good night, all. Uh, <laughs> Uh, from Ryan Satin, and it's like it was like the image from like Triple H's 25th anniversary on SmackDown on quarantine of him like looking at his phone, like, whew, like type, like again, right? And like Satin put, This is the face I would make if one of my NXT guys ruined the main event. And I was like, w- Like, boom, what is that? Like, I was confused because I was just waking up. I'm like, What's happening here? And then maybe like 30 minutes later, it's like, Great American Bash finale, uh, main event ending, spoiled by their own NXT wrestler, uh, one of the tag teams of uh, Michael Biv- uh, Malcolm Bivens' tag team, uh, posted a photo of the winner <gasps> celebrating with pyro and confetti coming down. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Which, by the way, if you don't know who wins, the fact that there was pyro and confetti... Should probably give it away without the name being used. Yes. So, um, ne- the main event for tomorrow night, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole. Winner takes both belts. Baby. Baby. And th- so then the guy that posted it went, well, we were WWE, so we filmed multiple endings. It wasn't it, him. It was a coworker. It was a co- coworker. Who was quickly trying to swerve. Uh, yeah. To try to help the situation. But, Good on them, I guess. But yeah, like, they tried. But... But the two Be faces smarter. out Come of the on. tube. You know? Like, they're uh, just like uh, Riker and his Forgotten Sons. They've been forgotten. I feel bad for the other two. They really got fucked there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They didn't get to choose their partner in the group. They didn't get to choose what he was going to post. And now they're, they're just like innocent bystanders who are getting fucked. Now they're catering. Yeah. And I'm honestly still surprised as of right now that that guy has not been released. Well, that makes sense. He agrees. 
You know, it's one of those things of just like I, you wake so, up and find I have, out. I have a question, Corey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's just use Dave Meltzer as an example. Yeah. yeah. So say, so which wrestler was it, or was it just an employee? Who's like, a wrestler? Who was it? He's one of the new. He's it, one of the like seven foot Indian guys okay. that. I'll the, look. I'll look up their names. So like, that kind of matters for the question, but in the end, in the long scheme of things, it doesn't. So if you're Dave Meltzer and mm-hmm. somebody sends you these results. Do you post them? I want to, like, it's... And this he, is why it's weird about it. This like, is weird. It's he, choreographed sport, right? So, like, at the end at the end of the day, it does not matter because they're going to choose whatever they want. But, like, do you spoil it for the fans? Or do you, like... Or do you have, like, a journalistic duty to present news when it's given to you? It's an interesting question, and it's... Since you... Since you hypothetically put Meltzer in there, I'll answer because it is like because I like got some third rate bullshit. See, with one hundred percent, but they don't give a. It fuck. is conditioned to who's doing it, right? Like in Meltzer's case, yes, I would do it because the people who the people subscribe to your newsletter to get that information—that's what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. He's not just posting it online; it's in his right. newsletter. Um, however, in the past, um. He has withheld results from tapings when uh, somebody from WWE has reached out to him and asked him mm-hmm. not to because it was for something important. Right. Um, he won't do it for actual news. There he does have the journalistic, because he is an actual journalist. Right. I mean, he's like, um, if it's like important news or something like that, like the, the speaking out stuff, he's absolutely going to do his journalistic right. duties. But when it's like, Hey man, we really want to try to shock the people, and we know he, you he, have this. Can you not put that? Who in reaches here? out? Do you think? It depends. It's, it can't be some low life like. No, it has to be like, a big it's name. Be somebody with like clout. I know it's clout. I know. Back in the day, it was JJ Dillon or Pritchard, because mm-hmm. uh, Pritchard can talk all the shit on, he wants. All he wants to. Yeah, they talk. Um, I know. On a couple of occasions, it's actually been Vince himself. Um, but it's always something at that high level. Yeah. Wow. Like, uh, it was either um, Sarav or Sari Rav or Rinku. Bless you. Thank you. Gazoon. But it's one of those things like I feel bad for Malcolm because the, 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 yeah. he was getting his push finally. And now they're like, sorry, you're freaking. And it's, it just blows my mind of how stupid someone can be of the fact of, okay, cool. You took the photo. Don't post it until yeah. after that's the what next I don't week's get. show. Uh, you, you work for the company as a talent. You know how the taping schedules have been working. Like, what are you thinking? Like, ideally, your long term goal is to be in that position. Good luck with that. Yeah, it ain't happening now. Have fun with that. Yeah. You, you, Red Dragon probably just got another tag title reign. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's, wow. a, it's, it's, a think before, you know. No, think before you hit, before you hit enter, send. send or enter. You just look at where you write and go, okay. But you spoil next week's show. You spoil someone's moment. You spoil everything. But it might help because it it might help for the fact that people might tune in to watch I was gonna it. Say, I was going to say, that I was going to bring this up at the very end. There's a part of me that thinks this was supposed to happen. Yeah. Because he's not, not fired an, yet. That this is not an accident. They've done stuff like this in the past when they were in 
ratings wars. And I, I know that to call this one a ratings war right now is a little laughable, but yeah. they are vying for the same audience right. at the same time on the same day. Yeah. Cause they've, they, and they've done stuff like this before. NXT's won the ratings war for two straight weeks, their new record. And it's weird, though. They're, they are, but they're not. Because like, they're not winning any of the good demos. Because they're not winning any of the no. demos, except for over 52. 50. But yeah. they're winning the 52, but the yeah. old demos, the new but ones, the, the young, they're, they're not winning. winning that, by the way, because baseball isn't back yet. Yep. In two weeks, you fucking lose that demo too, yeah. dude. I don't know what yeah. It's going to be bad for them. Because in <laughs> two and weeks, it's immediately playoff baseball. Because <laughs> in, in all the other demos, AEW still kills them. Yeah, yeah. crushes. Also, I found out from, um, not from Meltzer, but I can't remember who I read it from. It was another... Brad Shepard. No, I no. Um, that <laughs> once uh, they do like research, uh, once you uh, add in the DVR viewership yeah. for both, um, NXT kills it. I guess more people are willing to DVR AEW and just watch it eventually. Within the, it's weird. It's like one day or three. They, uh, you have they, they three, three, it's they three days. They, they both count, get it counted. Counts it counts the point. But yeah. like if if you do it within twenty four hours, it counts a little more. And then it's three weird days because I and then the, I watch like, I watch uh, like a paranormal show and the guy does a podcast and like he he like pushes like hey it, like they're getting a second show second season but he was trying to help get another season he's like mm-hmm. hey DVR it but watch it within one to three days yeah. like it's why we're still doing Nielsen running fucking beyond me like good lord because old people Jesus. we want we want to know what people are watching. Look at um, Twitter, then. That's what fucking people are yeah. watching. Yeah, people, assholes. Old people are... Bitch! God. But old, if you're a true... Old rich white people are afraid of change. But if you're a true wrestling fan, you're watching both shows at once. Yeah. 100%. Fast. I miss those Boom. days. I miss those days. Boom. So, like, I think mm, they might have let, let that leak out on purpose to get that word of mouth for however we'll much that's going to count. It would not Tomorrow. shock me. So, we have all that to look forward to. Uh, we also get to look forward to our fantasy. Ooh. As it, I believe it's Mr. Booble. That's right. And, uh, da 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 da. Little bitch. Little bitch. <laughs> As they're going to go one on one this week on fantasy. So, who goes first? I'll go first. Booble goes first. Let me pull this up here. Also, today marks a uh, special anniversary. A special one. Who's the third man? 24 years today. That's right. Mabel. Mabel's the third man. As today marks the anniversary of Hulk Hogan. So before we go on, let's talk about this for a second. So I think I have a difference of opinion with Corey on this. So Hogan's walking down the aisle and Bobby the Brain says, but whose side is he on? Yep. And I think Corey thinks he hates it it because he thinks it ruins the surprise. I disagree. It doesn't ruin the surprise. I think it fits Bobby the Brain Heaton's character since the mid-80s, where he has always, always hated Hogan, him. and he's always thought Hogan was evil. I and agree so, with all of that. So I love it that he says it, actually. I just think it's not needed, because at this particular moment, if you want full shock, you don't want to plant even the tiniest little seed. Yeah. Um, that's my only thing. Yeah, that, that's one of the things of I watch it, and I'm surprised like the network hasn't edited that line out. Why would you? Because it's the network, WWE. But watching it and hearing it, and he's like, "Who? which side is he on? I think if he knew the plan, he wouldn't say that line. No. Again, they don't tell anybody. 
I real quickly before we get to the fantasy because this is you know, I want to just lay out Pritchard love and Bischoff love to to do the fact that oh yeah Meltzer such a he thought Mabel was the third man. As someone who read all the dirt sheets and all that, what he never said it Mabel was the third man. He said there are a list of probable free agents mm-hmm. that could theoretically fill the rule. Right. Um, if you want the honest truth, if you go back and look at the any observer uh, dated from June of '96, he says uh, Meltzer says theoretically and probability it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. But these are the guys that theoretically, if they wanted to do something, mm-hmm. they're free to do it. And yeah, he was a free agent, so the name's on there. But never once did he ever say, look, Mabel's going to be the third man. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine Mabel as the third man? I mean, my God. Four lives. Which side was he on? Um, I like the backup plan. A sting. I don't like that much. It's weird. I don't like it. I think... I don't like it either, and he didn't like it, but he was yeah. like, I'm company guy, I'll, so... He, he'll do it. And he was standing, like there, he was standing there waiting to see if Hogan was going to walk to the yeah. curtain. He was standing there. He yeah, was ready. that's why the, they, they did the match so that he was down on the, on the side uh-huh. because if Hogan boxed the last second and doesn't come through the curtain, Sting's supposed to turn and become yep. the third guy. Hogan's talked about, he's like, I was walking that aisle, and I was like, I didn't fucking know what they were going to do. I was like shitting myself because I was so scared to be a heel. Yep. Uh, best thing wow. they ever did, though. Uh, I like yeah. the thought process of Luger as the third guy only because of two reasons. One, it makes sense of Luger's character. Makes goddamn sense. <laughs> he fucks Sting over again. <laughs> yeah. One, he fucks Sting over again. Two, he was in the WF a year ago, so yeah. he has a history with those two guys. Mm-hmm. And three, the way they did the beginning where he gets hurt and injured out so early, plants the seed that, oh, Luger's a third guy and it's genius. So that would have been okay. Yep. I don't think it would have worked. No. Like, it, it wouldn't have become what it was. Yeah. But it... Storyline-wise, it would have made sense. Yep. Um, but yeah, I always thought it's weird that Sting was waiting there, just seeing like, so am I turning heel in like a second or what? Oh, nope, there he comes. And isn't that crazy? Guess I'm not turning heel today. It starts 83 <laughs> weeks. That's so bonkers, dude. Crazy night. Still my one of my favorite nights. I, uh, so I didn't see it live. Oh, I needed I mean, I was poor as fuck. Yeah. But uh, so I went over to... I so saw it in Scramble Vision. My parents had some friends they used to work with. We went over to their house the next day, and they said Hulk Hogan was a bad guy now and I was like what? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? And so they sh- they recorded the pay-per-view and they showed us. I was like huh. He was legitimately last to heal when I was in diapers. Yeah. Before that. That's so bonk. That's so crazy. Wow. So yeah, when it was like Hulk Hogan's the bad guy I was like I watched it on Scramble Vision <laughs> and I still didn't believe it. I'm like mm-hmm. That's wow. Something, something's dude. not coming through in the in the uh, in the definition here. It uh, was awesome. So, Mister Rubel. Hey, yeah, uh, it's fantasy time. <clears throat> AAW presents the B Show, week three, live from Moda Center in Portland, Oregon. You're you're infringing on my territory. Uh oh. Or maybe he was there on business. Interesting. Maybe it's more silent partners. You know, That's fine. Know. That's fine. We can all... <clears throat> wink. The show opens with Dustin entering the arena. Out of nowhere, Jay White attacks Dustin from behind. He smashes his head into the steel garage door and throws him over a catering table. He takes a glass punch bowl and smashes it over Dustin's head, 
busting him wide open. Officials run in to break it up as Cody arrives on the scene and stands over his brother while hurling insults at Jay White. We cut to the ring for our first match. Alexa Bliss is out first, taking on the champ Rhea Ripley in a <clears throat> non-title match. God damn it. <laughs> I say it. God damn it. Rhea's out to loud cheers, posing first on stage and then in the ring with the AAW Women's Championship, basking in the adulation. Alexa runs and tries a drop kick to start the match, but Ripley moves and Alexa crashes onto the canvas and slides out of the ring. Outside, Ripley runs Alexa's shoulder into the steel ring steps multiple times, rolls her into the ring, and gets a two count. Rhea takes the next few minutes and continues to work on the arm, stomps, and arm drags abound. Rhea hits the riptide, but instead of going for the pin, gets a sly smile and puts an arm breaker, forcing Alexa to tap, refusing to let go even as the bell rings over and over. That's a bullshit right there. Officials try to pull her off, but she refuses to let the hold go. Eventually, she releases the hold as Alexa screams in pain. As the officials are attending to her, Rhea grabs a mic and says, Shayna, that's just a taste of what's to come this weekend. You think Amanda Nunes beat your ass? When I'm done, you'll happily go back to your cage fighting to avoid getting hurt for real. And she drops the mic and leaves the ring. First of all, thank you for having it in Portland. Yep. So that uh, it'd be easier for me to rehab Alexa. <laughs> I'm looking out. <laughs> After the break, we see Dustin getting treatment from the doctors as Cody is ranting about that piece of shit, Jay White. Suddenly, Scott Steiner walks onto screen and says, it was a real shame what happened to Dustin. Of course, it never happened to him because he's not a little bitch. Cody tells him he's be, he'd be happy to beat the st- that steroid having ass tonight and then beat the shit out of Jay White at the pay-per-view. Steiner laughs and says, the only thing you're going to beat tonight is your meat because your wife is going to be too busy beating mine. Woo! Woo! Cody lunges at him, but Dustin stops him and tells him he's not to worry about it as Steiner laughs and leaves the room. That's awesome. Loving that. After the break, At Last by Etna James plays, bringing out the weirdo hero, Randy Myers. After the ringside fans get to first base, he reminds everyone the only thing sexier than a kiss is consent. consent. Exactly. He says last week he thought he wanted to get grimy, but he was wrong. That's not what he needed in his life. He feels, as a former Defy heavyweight champion, he deserves a little more class than that. He deserves greatness. He deserves to bask in the glory of AEW champ Keith Lee. The crowd cheers as Randy smiles, leading them in a Keith Lee chant. (laughs) Lee's music hits, bringing out the champ to a huge ovation. He gets into the ring, basking in his glory, as the crowd serenades him with song. Lee says he likes Randy. He says uh, he's a weird dude, but he makes him laugh. He says you're weird as hell, but you're a hell of a wrestler, and as a former champ yourself, I want to give you a present. Randy begins smiling and jumping up and down as Lee tells him to calm down. It's not that kind of present. (laughs) Lee says, because you're a former champ, I feel you've earned a shot at the champ. The crowd erupts at the thought of these two coming to blows. Randy begins eyeing the title belt seductively, rubbing his finger ever so gently on the strap. Lee smiles and hands him the belt, and Myers takes it in his arms and begins to dance with his belt. 
Suddenly the music hits. Suddenly his music hits. And the lights dim. A single spotlight shines on Randy in the belt. And he does a sensual slow dance with the gold. All right, I'm digging that. <laughs> I'm digging that. I can see it in my head. Yep. <laughs> Out of nowhere, Myers is hit with an RKO as the lights come back on with Randy Orton in the face of the champ. He says since the day he won that belt, all he's done is shake hands with someone covered in blood money. And now he makes a mockery out of the title with a talentless hack not even fit to work for that second-rate clown show AGW. <laughs> and, th- and they hire any weird virgin in the hopes of one day putting on a compelling show more than six people watch. <laughs> he says you were the NXT champ, which is akin to being the second lead in a Nick Cage movie about a blind dog. <laughs> if you had any balls, if you had an ounce of pride, you'd put that strap on the line at continuance. Lee stares a hole through Orton, smiles and says, you're on, and leaves the ring as Orton has an evil smile on his face. I like that. I like that. Next up is Cody versus Scott Steiner. Steiner's out first to a big pop. He grabs the mic and says, since Jay White is doing the Lord's work and finally putting Old Yeller out to pasture... He'd, find, he'd finish the family off tonight so once and for all, the wrestling world could be rid of the Runnels. Wow. <laughs> all of a sudden, Cody hits the ring and attacks Steiner as the, bell begins, as the bell rings to begin the match. They immediately begin to brawl on the outside. Eventually, Steiner, toss, Steiner tosses Cody over the barricade. They brawl through the crowd and up the stairs to the lower concourse. Steiner hits Cody with a trash can and then grabs a beer chugs it, and spits most of it onto Cody. He looks around proudly at the damage he's caused. He grabs Cody by the throat, gets right in his face, and says, holler if you hear me, and pushes him backwards down the staircase to the arena floor below. Fuck. Steiner picks up Cody's lifeless body and carries him back to the ring. He rolls him in and puts him in the Steiner recliner. Cody is unresponsive, so the ref has no choice but to ring the bell. The bell rings, but Steiner refuses to let go. Suddenly, Dustin, his head covered in bandages from the earlier attack, runs down to the ring holding a chair. Steiner sees him and bails just as Dustin gets there. Steiner walks to the top of the ramp and poses as the show goes off the air. God damn. Fuck. I like that. That was good. All right. Jesus Christ. You're really good at describing the promos. Like I could envision everything that happened in the Keith Lee, Randy Myers Mm -hmm. promo. (laughs) Exactly. Setting up pay-per-view this weekend, eventually. Uh, AEW presents Continuance. What's the card? Okay. We need to know what's going on. <clears throat> that way, because I mean, I don't think Joe heard one word you said, so I think we need to... I heard a Nick down. Cage reference, and yeah. I think, fuck you. <laughs> uh, the card will be the team of Roman and Darby, otherwise known as Big Darby, <laughs> challenging the Young Bucks for the, champ, for the tag titles. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler for the AEW Women's Tag Title for the Women's Championship. Uh, Cody and Dustin will take on Jay White and Scott Steiner. Keith Lee and Randy Orton with a heavyweight title chatch, and Brian Pillman Jr. taking on. Let me get there. He has a title defense. I can't remember. I can't remember who it is, but he has a title defense. Like it. There it is. Solid as fuck. Devin, you are up. Oh, here we go. With my pay-per-view. Backsplash. 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 Live on Pornhub Premium Live. 49.69 this time. Yeah, that's it. 
Uh, sorry, Google. That's too much. We're at the Chesapeake Energy Arena in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Ooh. 15,700 69 on hand. There's going to be a bombing. I know it. Ted Kaczynski may rake a run-in. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn. And I've thought about this. I'm going to do a guest every time on commentary for every pay-per-view. So we have Marty Jannetty as the guest on commentary. <laughs> Dolph welcomes us to the show in a very somber tone. We heard, remember what, what happened last time Dolph was in a somber tone. <laughs> he says, tonight is a hard night for everyone here at AGW, as we found out earlier this afternoon that La- Latino Gable was found dead by his cousin in his hotel room near the arena. The cause of death has been determined as acute heart failure due to underlying atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease. All members of the AGW, AGW roster come out to the ramp to pay their respects with the 10-bell toll. His tag team partner, Johnny Gargano, is visibly bawling, screaming, why, Eddie, why, as his fellow superstars console him. Everyone makes their uh, way back as Ziggler announces that to kick off the show, we will have an impromptu eight-man battle royal to determine Johnny Gargano's partner for tonight, since his partner died. Uh, we let him wrestle? Fuck yeah. The show must go on. And he's dead. And he's back dead. And back in ten. Back in ten. <laughs> So, your participants of Dominic Dijakovic, Kota Ibushi, Shinsuke Nakamura, Austin Theory, Erotic Matt Hardy, uh, Buddy Murphy, Isaiah Swerve Scott, and Apollo Crews make their way to the ring. The match starts, everyone brawls, Nakamura and Theory fight on the apron, leading to both of them being eliminated by Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews gets eliminated from behind by Ibushi and Hardy before Dominic Dijakovic comes up and dumps both of them from behind, leaving just Murphy, Swerve, and Dijakovic. Swerve and Murphy form a pact, getting the upper hand on Dijakovic, uh, but he fights them off. He gives them a double choke slam before posing in the middle of the ring. He does his feast your eyes gimmick, but this time he points at his dick. He then pulls out his stubby shaft, which shows, uh, which looks like a pool noodle, as Janetti says he needs to bring uh, Dijakovic to his neighbor girl's house. He begins violently beating both men to a crimson mask with his giant hammer until they are both motionless. He scrapes their lifeless bodies off the canvas and throws them to the floor, as the crowd is in utter shock and silence as EMTs rush the ring to help Murphy and Swerve. Dijakovic grabs a mic, says he's bringing home the gold, no matter Gargano's state of mind, and everyone can feast their eyes on this dick. And we go to break. Uh, AGW TV title match of Kevin Owens versus John Moxley. Moxley is out on his segue to a positive crowd reaction. Uh, KO's music hits to a thunderous ovation, as erotic Matt Hardy is also back out with KO. K.O. and Hardy grab the mic before the match, and Matt uh, asks Mox why he lured them to the fudge-packing room at the Hershey factory last week. Uh, Mox just shakes his head and giggles. Uh, Hardy says it's not a game. He needs to know... Jesus Christ. Uh, iPhone suck. Uh, he says he needs to know... Where did I... I lost it. Uh, Hardy says it's not a game. He needs to know where El Jefe is so Kevin can fulfill his promise. Mox grabs the mic and says that if you're going to have to wait... At least 14 days to find him as he, his body has been tested for COVID-19 positive, And he is being stored in a top-secret government facility that is under quarantine in Washington, D.C., where it just so happens uh, tomorrow night's Raw is being held. Uh, Matt screams, wonderful, as the bell rings and K.O. and Moxley virtually murder each other. Uh, they fight all over the outside of the ring. K.O. frog splashes Moxley through the announce table. Uh, and both Ben barely make it back into the ring at 9. Mox gets to his feet. Uh, First hits a paradigm shift on KO, but KO gets his foot on the bottom rope. Mox pulls KO back to his feet as the crowd screams, this is awesome, but KO hits a stunner out of nowhere and gets the three to retain. KO then grabs the mic as he grabs his belt and walks up the ramp with Matt Hardy. 
He says that was a hell of a match, but this, uh, but he's the best in the world. No one can touch him. And for you, El Jefe, I hope COVID is not transferred from nutsack to mouth contact, but tomorrow night in D.C., those balls are meeting that mouth. Uh, next is your gra- <laughs> next is your gravy uh, death match of Samoa Joe versus Cesaro. Uh, both men make their way to the ring in jeans and cut off t-shirts. Of course, it's a death match. Uh, Samoa Joe comes to the ring pushing a cart full of weapons and gravy super soakers. He starts throwing kendo sticks, twenty-four inch rubber cocks, and gravy soakers into the ring. Cesaro catches one of the gravy soakers and starts spraying Joe as he tries to enter the ring. Uh, the two brawl as Joe knocks the gravy soaker out of Cesaro's hands. Cesaro hits Joe with uppercuts in the corner and with a kendo stick in the ribs. He uh, goes into the ring and gets a barbed wire-covered axe. Uh, he goes to hit Joe in the corner, but Joe moves and the axe sticks into the turnbuckle. And Joe goes for a quick roll-up on Cesaro, but Cesaro kicks out. Joe beats down uh, Cesaro with the 24-inch dildos, leaving very large veiny welts on his back. Cesaro is screaming in pain as Joe uh, grabs a mic and motions to the back, saying to bring it out now. Suddenly, three refs are seen pushing out an industrial-sized diesel-powered wood chipper from the back. Joe picks up Cesaro and starts to carry him to the chipper. He drops Cesaro next to the chipper as it fires as he fires it up and laughs psychotically. However, Cesaro grabs uh, a fan's beer and throws it in Joe's face, blinding him, allowing Cesaro to stumble back to the ring. Joe uh, goes under the ring, gets a table, sets it up in the ring. Cesaro hits a low blow, however, on Joe, sending him to his knees. Cesaro then takes out the gravy soaker and sprays the table with gravy putting, uh, pulling a lighter out of his trunks. He then lights the gravy table on fire, uh, causing a huge fireball. He goes for the neutralizer on Joe through the table, but Joe reverses into a muscle buster through the flaming table for the three. Your winner of the match, Sam Hua Joe. Uh, paramedics rush ringside with fire extinguishers as Joe gets on the mic, roasts the crowd. As he walks through, goes out the front door of the arena and catches a cab and leaves. Uh, and then we have your AGW women's title of Rebel Kell defending against Tessa Blanchard. Tessa's out with a huge pop from the Blanchards. They're loyal. Uh, Rebel comes out in her all-white attire looking like a whole snack with a rebellion with her. Marty catches a look at Rebel's ass from commentary and immediately says, Heard that. Uh, he says he's, <laughs> says he's going to make her one of his wifeys one day and then is immediately removed by a masked man from security. Uh, from comment, removed off of commentary by a masked man. Uh, the women start staring at each other up and down as the bell rings, and they have an instant classic. The match goes through multiple false finishes and goes nearly a half hour. Rebel gets the upper hand uh, towards the end after the ref was knocked out by Billy Kay on the outside. Tessa goes for the roll-up, but there's no ref. Tessa goes to wake up the ref, uh, and when she comes back, Rebel hits her with the highway to hell for the 1-2-3, and still the greatest women's wrestler alive, and your AGW Women's Champion, Rebel Kell. Next week, here we go. Seatbelts. AGW tag team titles of Dominic Dijakovic and Johnny Gargano versus the Grizzled Young Vets. Dijakovic comes out alone and gets in the ring. Next out is the rabid wrestler Johnny Gargano to his new Benoit theme music. He's pulling the wagon with the lap bar wearing Latino Gable shirt, paying homage to his fallen comrade who passed away earlier today. He's in complete despair and completely heartbroken as he's sobbing all the way to the ring. Grizzled Young Vets are out next to Thunderous Bruise. Drake and Gibson cut a heel promo saying uh, the world was better off without Latino Gable anyway. The bell rings, uh, but they keep talking shit. Drake says Johnny's a little bitch and he should just shuck it up, suck it up. Uh, he asks Johnny if he's butthurt. Uh, he's not going to get any more of that friendly suck suck anymore. He says that, ki- uh, that kind of... He says what kind of to catch a predator sicko pulls a dead guy's suicide device around in a little red wagon. 
He jumps out of the ring and shoves the lap bar machine down, breaking the lap piece off. Johnny then snaps as if he was going super sane and suicide dives through the ropes onto Gibson. He begins choking him so hard the veins in his necks and arms look like they're about to explode. The ref calls for the bell as Drake loses consciousness. Ziggler screaming for help on commentary as Dijakovic is pissed and just standing in the ring telling everyone to feast their eyes on his dick. Fifteen refs and security are trying to pull Johnny off as he continues to choke Drake but is now screaming, Daddy loves you, Daniel, I'm sorry. A ref picks up the lap bar machine and Johnny snaps out of it. He, he, he sits there heavily panting, asking what happened. The ref explains to him. The match is over as he sobs, saying he misses Latino Gable. The ref helps him to the back and starts uh, coming back to consciousness. Your winners by DQ and still AGW Tag Team Champions, the Grizzled Young Vets. Jesus Christ. Next is your sex change match of Charlotte versus Mickey James. Charlotte's out first to a decent amount of cheers. Uh, Mickey's out next with a, uh, on a pancake-painted motorcycle driven by Big Enormous. She is on top, riding him like a horse jockey at the Kentucky Derby. He speeds to the ring and parks as they get off, maintaining full insertion. <laughs> Big E pulls out and gives the woman a his woman a kiss and rides the bike to the back. The bell rings and the match starts with both women's going for submissions. Charlotte puts Mickey in a abdominal stretch, beginning smacking her titties around, saying these are gone. Mickey gets out, however, and rolls Charlotte up for a two-count. Charlotte beats Mickey down, goes for a moonsault, but Mickey rolls out of the way. Mickey gets up, waiting for Charlotte to get... Uh, Mickey gets up, waiting for Charlotte to get up, but Charlotte rolls out of the ring. Mickey goes uh, out to get her, but Charlotte is hiding behind the apron, playing possum, and hits her with a spear. Rolls her back into the ring for a quick, th uh, a quick two. I wrote three, but it's a two. But Mickey kicked out. Uh, Charlotte puts Mickey in the figure eight. And Mickey has nowhere to go, but then we see the ref get pulled out from the side camera as Big Enormous is standing there. Charlotte looks irate as she lets go of the figure eight and goes and yells at E. She spits at him over the ring, hitting him in the eyelid. Uh, Mickey turns and surrounds and bitch slaps Charlotte as Charlotte spits on her and hits her with a big boot. However, E slides in the ring behind her and hits a big ending on Charlotte. He runs and pulls Mickey on top as the ref uh, crawls back in the ring and counts your one, two, three for your winner of the match, Mickey James. E pulls Mickey out of the ring as he kisses her and tells her she did it. Charlotte is in disbelief as she now has to get a sex, sex change as Big E titty fucks Mickey on the ramp in celebration. <laughs> and your main event. Back from break. Give Big E time to get to the ring. Put it back away. Uh, Big E versus Hangman Adam Page. Big E's out first again. Well, he's already out. As he and Mickey celebrate their win and continue to air fuck. He gets in the ring, grabs a mic, and says there's no way in hell some inbred redneck is going to take his title from his big anaconda. <laughs> Hangman's music hit and comes out to the hits and comes out to the ring uh, on his big black stallion horse and in his assless chap attire. He ties the horse to the ring post and gets in the ring. The ref holds up the title and rings the bell. They start the match slow, pushing each other down and toying with one another. Uh, e is clearly showing how he's much stronger, showing the power moves and is laughing in, uh, as Hangman just laughs in frustration. Hangman finally gains momentum, but Mickey grabs his boot, causing him to trip and allowing Big E to get the upper hand again. They fight outside where E throws Hangman into the barricade a couple times as the crowd boos and he tells him to suck it. E goes to throw Hangman into the steps, but Hangman reverses and throws E into the steps. Uh, as the ref is checking on E, Mickey hits Hangman with a chair that he no-sells and turns around. She drops the chair and goes to run, but Hangman grabs her hair and pulls her back. He picks her up for a tombstone and looks around as the crowd at the crowd as they chant, please do it. 
Hangman then vertically 69s Mickey and munches her like a late night stoner snack. But Big E breaks that up from behind with the chair and Hangman drops to his knees as Mickey just landed right on her neck. E and Hangman fight over, uh, over to the other side where the horse is and Hangman Irish whips E into the horse as the horse then mule kicks E right at contact, knocking him completely unconscious. <laughs> Hangman drags E's 300-pound body of dead weight back into the ring. Uh, he rolls E into the ring as he climbs to the top rope and stands on the, the back of the horse. The crowd chants cowboy shit and tosses beers up to Hangman as he crushes them together and drinks them. E finally wakes up, staggers to his feet as the horse bucks Hangman 30 feet into the air as he comes down hitting the most violent buckshot Larry had ever hit. <laughs> The, he crawls to the cover as not a single in the per- person in the crowd is sitting as the ref counts one, two, Biggie kicks out. The crowd literally shits its pants as you can hear poop hitting the floor <laughs> in this pandemonium. Uh, Hangman looks around in complete shock as he can't believe what just happened. He gets out of the ring, unties the horse as he rides it up to the top of the ramp. Old West music hits and one of those little bindle things uh, flies by as Hangman kicks the horse and charges the ramp. As E barely, uh, as, as Big E barely makes it to his feet, the horse stops right at the uh, ramp, launching Hangman into another violent buckshot lariat, almost decapitating Big E. He gives him the Hangman chop and falls into the cover for the one, two, Big E kicks out again. The camera pans the crowd as people are literally slitting each other's throats and headbutting, e- <laughs> headbutting people in pure anguish as they have no idea how Big E just kicked out of that. Hangman runs the ropes back and forth for almost a minute straight as Big E stumbles back and forth trying to get his wits about him. Hangman hits the ropes one more time, seemingly trying to take Big E's heads off, but as soon as he gets to Big E, he drops down, rolls Big E up for the one, two, three. Your winner and new AGW heavyweight champion, Hangman Adam Page. The crowd erupts as people kiss, suck, and fuck in the crowd out of pure joy. People are patching neck wounds and kissing foreheads as they, uh, the wounds of battle that they have just watched. Backlash goes off the air as Hangman Adam Page dives front row uh, with the AGW title and funnels a beer between an elderly woman's breasts. 17 stars for that <laughs> That was Backsplash. Boy, that was, that's quite the fucking pay-per-view. <laughs> uh, Johnny's just getting started. I'm, and, so I, is, and so is Charlotte. I'm happy. Or whatever she comes back at. I'm happy that I'm against you for the next uh, however many three weeks. Now we start the build to Gravy in the Boat. Okay. And then you've got Continuance coming <laughs> yep. in two continuance, weeks. Continuance, yeah. Yep. And right. then you and me, I mean, I've got Expect the Unexpected next week. You I have Con Air. I have Con Air's in two weeks. Uh-oh. Oh, the two-week show. Yeah. So next week's the go-home show. Oh, yeah. Got it. So... A little quick rundown before we wrap up. Just a little, 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 little tiny things. Uh, Heath Slater was on Raw. <laughs> and love uh, it. Brian Pillman Jr. on AEW Dark. Yep. I love the... Uh, I was going to talk about this earlier real quick. This is another reason WWE sucks. Um, great promo by Heath Slater. Mm. Only problem was it totally made Dolph the baby face and Drew the heel. Weird. Checks out. So, yeah, checks out. you know. WWE because in everybody. their mind... Yeah. You know, uh, WWE, everybody. Fuck this company. Uh, Save me, Okada. So... That's it. The real quickly. Yep. Let's, let's oh. each do one of those things you talk. Oh about. yeah. So, gentlemen, I would like you to give me one or two or seventeen, whatever. <laughs> uh, describe one of your favorite moments in wrestling, but as boring as possible. Maybe I'll go first. Yeah. For example. Uh, 
Cena Punk cuts a promo. But you good, sir? Hmm. I'm trying to think how to say it. I got one, but I want to go last. No. Oh, hmm. What can I think? I got to think of one. Hang on. Give me like two I, seconds. I got another one. Go ahead. Hulk Hogan joins the tag team. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Hmm. Two icons stare at each other? Like, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. If you get what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's like, I hope... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, brother, <laughs> <laughs> we'll count it. Got it. <laughs> uh, mine is uh, Chris Benoit no showed his pay per view. I wonder if Johnny's gonna no show the no show the next pay per view. We'll find God out. Damn it, God damn it. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Candace, poor Candace. Probably, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was looking at rosters. We had Candace, hmm. <laughs> not little Candace. <laughs> One heart flew into St. Louis. Kansas City. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Uh, The dogs are on the side of the house? The lights were too bright. (laughs) The lights were too bright. That's a good one. Brett screwed Brett. (laughs) Brett fellatioed himself. (laughs) Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Four out of ten. Yeah. Four out of ten there, bro. Gene Okerlund doubted El Dandy. Don't doubt Dandy. So, I underrated promo. Got any other ones? Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Um, I'm trying to think. Dude flew off cage. Dude flew, yeah. Dude flew off cage. Mitzvah man bought a business. That's true. You did do that. It's about a couple, I think. Buff Bagwell. Gotcha. Mom. <laughs> Coin purse. Coin purse, yeah. All right. Well, Joe, you sucked at that. So I know. We have uh, written words at the website. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Um, there it is. We got written words. Go read them. Yeah. Some Opinion, um, that's my um, um, sensei. Booble <laughs> shares his thoughts. I do. I like them uh, and read them. Jeff shares his thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then we have podcasts. We that's have... Right. Um, uh, no Cell, Monday Night War Stories, Boy, War Stories, Thundercast, uh, The Gang Reviews, and That's My Pick. This week on That's My Pick, we're drafting our ultimate fast food order. We. That's right. I plan on making that a reality soon. <laughs> ah. Hopefully. You're going to go on, or should I, should I take over? I'm kidding. Uh, no, uh, we all have Twitters. You can follow Corey at that kayfabe guy. You can follow Devin Dollar at just at Devin Dollar. You can follow the you No know, Cell Living Legend at Empty Boobble. You can follow me at that Joe Lessel. You can follow Producers and at Producers and. You can follow No Cell Entertainment at No Cell E N T. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, sometimes YouTube, hopefully Spotify. I think so. I think so. And like always, Corey. Must pose. I got nothing. (laughs) Dude.